Okay, so when a studio has to do a test for a prospective client, do they have to sign an NDA? And what sorts of things should go in that NDA? Thanks, guys. Hmm. All right, let's go in a complete different NDA. direction. Yeah. Here. Uh, yes. What does NDA stand for, David? <laughs> Being a None business owner, I'm sure you've probably heard this this term before, NDA. My God, uh, I'm a <laughs> professional NDA signer, yeah. if that's a, a, a profession. Yeah. It's it a non-disclosure agreement, which yeah. basically means that whatever your client is going to provide you as uh, proprietary creative exactly. material, uh, there's nothing that you can share or talk yeah. about. Or um, So, yeah, and this is extremely common practice. Very. Uh, when a studio has to do a test, yeah, for a client. So I'm assuming that a client hiring a studio, I've, you know, the, the only instances that I've, seeing uh, um, clients not do that with studios, it was basically because they were new in the industry and they were not aware of the yeah. standard. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, that's it. So yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty standard. And it's almost, it's this piece of paper that you kind of read in diagonal, but it's basically always the, <laughs> the same thing. Uh, there's a fair amount of, you know, don't share any of this material. And in terms of what, where, what is the limit of what you can talk about? Often you have to use your own judgment. Like, can you tell your spouse or your kids what mm -hmm. kind of things you work on today, even if you signed an NDA? Yeah, yeah probably. That, that probably doesn't matter at all. Uh, could you tell the same to one of your friends that is actually working at a competitor that is maybe working in a yeah. test? Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to use your own judgment. I think it, the best rule would be just absolutely follow it word for word and then literally not talk about it at all. But like, as you said, like, especially like during the pandemic, it's kind of hard to keep if you're working from home and you got kids flying around crawling on your head while you're trying to do work. Obviously, there might be a little bit of that going on. Um, but um, yeah, I think that basically it's like it, the NDA gives the company that you're working for some sort of legal sort of route to follow up on any losses that may they may incur if for whatever for whatever reason that information gets out you know game industry is particularly no, notorious for this my god they are <laughs> extremely sensitive it's like fort knox they don't I, and it's funny because it's like you know these big film productions they can be sensitive too but not nearly at the same level um, the you know, video game company, there's just always been this veil of secrecy and they want to be extra careful that nothing gets out there. And it's like, as if, it, as if somebody's going to come along and hear the idea and be like, Oh my God, I'm going to beat them to the punch and make the game out before they do. It's like, that never happens. It's not like where ironically it happens with films all the time, but maybe that's why they should be, they should be more strong with their NDAs. Yeah. No. It's the, the first time I kind of witnessed the, uh, this aura of secrecy in a video yeah. game more than other industries. <sighs> Many years ago, I had uh, you know a, a head of studio in game in Montreal that actually visited Los, Los Angeles. They were in the area for E3. I was at DreamWorks back in the days, and you know had a permission to have them a badge. They came in, and I could basically walk them and show them all the design yeah. of all the pre-production that yeah. were coming for the like next decade, like. Half of those projects will never see the, the light of yep. day. But you know, once you're in, uh, th there's no specific. You can pretty much show most of. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's still this today, but ten years ago it, it was the case. And I remember the look on their face of just being amazed of the, yeah. the level mm -hmm. of. They were almost like, "Is there a is security guard that's going, yeah. <laughs> is going to come in?" And yeah. I was like, "No, relax, guys. It, it's fine. There's a yeah. lot of visitors totally. every day." Um, yeah. 
and, and then I, I went in, in game and this is when they say, okay, please don't talk about this and this yeah, and this yeah. and this. And then yeah, you're like, really? Like, yeah, to, like, like yeah, no, nothing the, ever? I know, I know. <laughs> I can't I, even I, talk about the project I'm, 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 yeah. I'm working on. Um, and you know, those have been in the game industry for a long time, let's <clears> say a decade <throat> and more. They're just like, formatted to this secrecy that's don't even is. try to get a detail yeah. it's just like a black box you'll never know what they're totally. working on if it's not yep. announced yet yeah uh, which is and, you know i can understand from a marketing standpoint that you know you you want to make sure that when you you get to a3 and like oh my god the last of us 2 is is, is announced you want to keep this big <clears throat> marketing punch within yep. secrecy a little yep. bit like apple with their product and all that I just never understood why games and not animated feature and not VFX know. and not all those never other entertainment that kind of have, you know, marketing campaign as well. But for some reason, mm -hmm. knowing online that something might start to be uh, filmed is not that much of an issue compared to yeah. video game. It's uh, I have yet to have a, a good explanation for uh, it just started that way and i think it just sort of kept going and i mean i mean maybe i mean like it's it's you know programmers were the ones who started the gaming industry and maybe they just tend to be like they're risk mitigators first of all i mean most programmers <laughs> i know tend to be like risk adverse so they yeah. were just like you know lock this lock, lock it all down lock it all down and like you know maybe they thought they had like the the the, the, the you know cuz at the back in the day when video games were a thing they were new and exciting right and so i think there was a certain level of sort of like we've did, we got the cure for cancer here it's like so new and so exciting and um, maybe that just sort of stuck in some weird way and it doesn't need to be there but like it's like daylight savings time it's like it is the most obsolete thing in the world we all know it but we still go along with it because no one wants to be like let's just stop it's stupid you know what i mean so i think it might be a little bit of that one really quick last tip about the ndas which is very applicable to everybody is how it how it plays out at the end of a production so what are you allowed to put on your demo reel? You've signed this scary NDA. You haven't told anybody. You've treated your whole uh, house or home studio like Fort Knox. And you know you play by the rules, but now you want to get the next job. Maybe you're a freelancer and that job is over. Um, the general, And I don't want to give you any legal advice here. So take, that for, take everything I say with a grain of salt, okay? But basically, the rule of thumb is if you want to be extra careful, wait until it's released, once it's released and it's out in the wild, no one's going to come after you for anything. Because at the end of the day, no no judge in any any first world country, at least, is not going to put you away for trying to get more work. You know what I mean? Like they, they as much as a company wants to be a, a you know d bags about you know enforcing some rule, it's just not going to happen because no no animators are going to want to work for that studio if they're going to be that like draconian about their rules. But what I will tell you, a lot of people do. And again, this is not me giving you advice. I'm just saying what a lot of people are doing is if they're in that situation where the game or the film isn't released yet, but they are, they do need that next job and say they've been on a production for like two years, which happens a lot, especially in games. And they, they don't have anything recent unless they can show some stuff that they were working on. What I've seen people do is they will put it on something like Vimeo and they will make it password protected and they really make sure that it's like they're limiting the sort of prolification of 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 that that work and um any in in they they make it very clear to the people they're going to show because think about this if you're going to an interview and you want to show a bunch of work 
for another game studio and you're working for one currently oh <laughs> how you handle that particular situation is going to be watched carefully because if you're going to be their new employee and you're being brazen about just sharing stuff and who cares screw these guys anyways they're they're old news it's like well you know what that might send up a bit of a flare so you want to be respectful and you want to be very upfront and they're going to respect you for that they have to because they expect their own employees to be just as as um discreet with their work so yeah. the idea is you know what don't ask uh don't tell but be extremely 100 responsible because if it does get back to you that you're somebody who's just recklessly throwing things around the internet trust me those people do get dealt with and they make a really bad name for themselves quickly yeah so watch yourself be smart about it yeah so, definitely okay. <laughs> sorry. 